Sweet, sweet sister friend, I am so excited about season two of the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. I'm so excited to dive deeper into our relationship with Christ together, deeper into our love of our bodies and, and being grateful for the temple that God has given us to care for, to nourish, to exercise, to work out for worship and not just weight loss and to really, really focus and make him the center and the foundation, the motivation of our fitness journey. Because I truly believe if we make him the foundation of our fitness journey, it becomes much more doable. It becomes less overwhelming. It becomes much more fulfilling. And I'm excited to grow in this with you. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, hey, sis. I want to chat with you today about actually my journey with the Gracelet Life Challenge as I have done some advances to the Gracelet Life Challenge, a 60-day challenge. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, please refer to episode 32. And then I think I also did one, I don't want to quote this, it's like 33 or 35. Um, about some more updates about the Gracelet Life Challenge in different versions. Um, but I had a request from one of the gals that follows over on Instagram saying, hey, is there any way you can do like just like a, a review or like just chat about your journey for the Gracelet Life Challenge while through the holidays? Because I would love we would love to hear that. Like she said, I, she said we like she knew she knew you would love to hear it, too. But it was the sweetest thing. So I was like, yeah, I can definitely do that on a podcast episode. I would love to do that. So that's just kind of what today's podcast episode is going to be about. Um, it's just kind of sharing my journey about the Gracelet Life Challenge. I'm actually on day 42 out of 60. Uh, me and my best friend, uh, Christy Livergood, is also in the Grace, uh, Lace with Grace community. And she's one of our co-hosts. And she and I are on the same day and we are crushing this. I think she is doing the original version. I am doing the more advanced version just because I wanted to really challenge myself. And she's challenging herself too, don't get me wrong. But I really wanted to push myself a little bit more because I felt like I could give more. I felt like the Lord could do a little bit more through me with the more advanced version. So the original challenge of the grace, let me just run through it really quick. But again, refer back to episode 32 because that'll go way more detail about what exactly the grace of life challenge is all about and like breaking it all down for you but the original version is just um drinking a half a gallon of water a day um one 30 minute workout daily um no alcohol for 60 days getting into your bible for 10 to 15 minutes a day um following a some kind of meal plan or nutritional goals that you have for yourself for 60 days i think that's it i think that's all of them but that is the main preface of it. And then um, there's a tracker and resource we have available that you can post on stories and stuff and tag your girlfriends and tag me and just keep yourself more accountable. Um, and then obviously you have the podcast to listen to that can help you through some of those those situations and tasks and whatnot. But it's all about, too, um, receiving grace and, and realizing that every day is a new day in Jesus because if we miss one of those tasks, we actually have to start back at day one. Um, oh, and daily, taking a daily progress picture. That was the other thing that I missed. And I break all that down, why you do all of those things and why they're so important and why exactly like how the Grace of Life Challenge came about. So make sure to check out, again, episode 32 on the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. But I am doing the more advanced one. The more advanced one is two 30-minute workouts a day or an hour workout a day, if you must, um, and doing those daily and then drinking a gallon of water a day, taking a progress picture daily, getting into my Bible 10 min at least 10 minutes every day. And I, I say I got 
questioned on this, like, why only 10 minutes in your Bible? Because I wanted to make it doable for those people who've not made getting into their Bible a, a habit already. I didn't want it to be, oh, you need, I, I don't think there needs to be a time limit on it at all, but I want us to at least spend enough time for the Lord to be able to speak something to us, right? For him to be able to place something on our heart or on our mind that he has for us that day. And I think 10 minutes was a good starting point. So whether you spend 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 15, 20, like it, two hours, I don't care, at least if you're getting 10 minutes a day in your Bible, okay? And then the other thing is, so you got your two 30-minute workouts. I've got my gallon of water a day that I got again, and the progress picture daily following some sort of nutrition plan, and then I'm also not having alcohol for 60 days. So there's just a couple little tweaks. The biggest ones, obviously, are adding that 30-minute workout in and then also getting a gallon of water a day in rather than a half gallon. And that's probably one of the hardest parts for me, to be completely honest. Like, I know that seems simple, but it is difficult because you also want to make sure you're eating. And if if you're not used to drinking a ton of freaking water, which I struggle with drinking water anyways, a gallon is quite a bit and you were always full. So it is hard to make sure you're also eating what you're supposed to be eating as well. So it's, it's, it's pretty difficult to be honest through the holiday season. It has been more difficult. And I will say I have been more lenient on my, um, nutrition plan. And when I say nutrition plan, I used to like measure everything out. I used to meal prep every Sunday. Um, I also kind of thought that I was starting to get a little obsessive about that. And if you're anything like me um, and you've struggled with being consistent with nutrition or you've had an unhealthy relationship with food or an unhealthy relationship with your body, I truly believe and I want to encourage you to give yourself some grace and a little bit more leniency because sometimes when we put such high expectations on ourselves, it can actually start creating a negative and unhealthy relationship with food and an unhealthy relationship with our body. So I kind of stepped back from meal prepping every single Sunday for every meal and make, I mean, it's cool. There's a difference between being really, really disciplined in that or being obsessive and it start to create, again, an unhealthy relationship with your food, an unhealthy relationship with your body. Um, so I do more of like an 80, 20 rule right now. Um, and I I still do meal prep every once in a while. Like I, I, every week, sometimes I will prep maybe my breakfast or every, my my lunches. I just don't do it. I have to do it every Sunday at this time. And it has to be all my meals done at once. Like I just don't do that that much anymore because I was starting to see a pattern of it kind of being uh, like another little G God or like something that was just really difficult for me to start being okay with. Okay if I don't do this perfectly, it's, it's okay. Like I I don't, I don't want so much pressure and expectations on ourselves that we start having and developing unhealthy relationships with food and unhealthy relationships with our body. If something were to go off of our plan, does that make sense? So I do an 80, 20 rule. I do 80% clean foods and wholesome, healthier foods. And I do 20% leniency and like things that I enjoy. And like, so if my kids get French fries and I want a couple French fries, or if I want a small fry, I'll eat the fries. Like, do I do that every day? No. Do I have chocolate every day? Almost every day. I do, honestly. Um, And usually it's dark chocolate. But I allow myself the sweet treats and the things that I love, but I do it in moderation. And it's like way, way less than half of the of the daily daily nutrition that I take in. So I do a lot of lean meats, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits. I love, love, love fruit. Um, But I do a lot of healthy carbs and um and I do allow myself those fun things and those sweet treats and, and maybe chips or fries or things that I do enjoy or pizza because my family does love pizza as well. So throughout the holiday season, it has been difficult because I'm a nurse as well. So like, 
the nurse's station is one of the most difficult places in, in, in my week because a lot of sugar is being brought in. People are bringing, doing carry-ins or like patients are bringing in home goods and it's just home cooked goods. And it's just really, really difficult not to just go to town. Do I allow myself things every once in a while? Absolutely. Because that's healthy. I believe I don't completely restrict myself because that is not good for me personally. It's not healthy for me personally. Um, because if I start restricting all the time, I will eventually binge and then it just becomes on a vicious cycle and it's just not good it's not good for me it's not good for my gut it's not good for my brain it's not good for my heart it's not good for my soul it's just not good for me so um my workouts have been the most monday through friday i don't struggle so much now saturday and sunday I really struggle even to get, because I don't do heavy workouts on Saturday and Sunday. There are some times where I'll go for a run on Saturdays maybe um, between my two shifts that I work on the nights. Um, But I don't do like heavy, heavy, intense workouts because I am just so exhausted because my sleep schedule is all out of whack. I'm working nights on weekends um, and getting very minimal sleep on the weekend while I'm in between shifts. And I do pick up shifts randomly and stuff. So that's make, made it difficult. Um, but it is really hard with two littles at home. And if you have more than that, like it, I, I understand how hard it is to get two workouts in a day. Like it is just, it's difficult. First, you have some mom guilt. Okay, that's one thing. Um, and I have tried for years to get up earlier than my kids. But I'm going to be completely honest. My autistic child, like he started stemming at 5 a.m. this morning. Like that's just, that's our life. So I've had to adapt to that. I've had to realize that I'm not going to be like other moms I see on social media that get up and they're quiet and they have a peaceful morning and, you know, the kids don't get up till seven or eight. And like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm, uh, like I try, I'm like, Lord, help my heart not be jealous. Help my heart not, like, I need to enjoy this motherhood life and, and, and what my life looks like with my kids. Cause I know it, you blessed us with this and this is just so beautiful in its own way. But there are times where I'm like, man, it would be nice that they didn't get up till seven. If I got up like f- five or four forty-five each day and had two hours to myself and like, didn't have to like be stressed the moment I wake out of bed, I'm not even awake yet. And my, my son is like having like some sensory issues and stemming and stuff. And yeah, and carrying on like ah. um love my kiddos to death by the way I'm not complaining this is not a mom complaining podcast um but it's hard I'm just being real with you I'm just saying it is very difficult and I have to do a lot of not comparing to other people on social I don't do a whole lot of scrolling on social for that reason um I'm just very focused and, and dedicated and disciplined to what the Lord has for me on my platform and what he wants me to do and I try to obviously engage in stuff and have fun with other accounts but I can't do a whole lot of scrolling or I go down a rabbit hole to comparison you all probably know how that feels um So I hope you don't ever have that with me. And if you do, I'm going to encourage you, sister friend. I have so many struggles when it comes to my own family, my own kids, my own fitness journey, my faith walk, all the things like what you see on social is just a snippet. It's a highlight. It is. I try to be as real as possible um, and do give the real raw, you know, details without going too deep and like, you know, spreading dirty laundry. You know what I'm saying? Um, (coughs) Excuse me. But so that's the fitness part of things. It's with the Grace of Life Challenge has been the most difficult on the weekends, even to get those yoga workouts and even to get just like the stretching and flexibility and mobility because I'm just, I just don't want to do it. I'm just like, oh, but in those moments, like I have to realize 
like this is just it's a 60 day challenge it's temporary right we are working on developing habits over time so that it's easier for us to have that that be a a routine and to have but like when I'm off the grace of life challenge I probably won't do workouts on Sundays like I just usually that's my rest day like a complete rest day maybe some active recovery um and if I'm feeling up to it and if I want to if my soul needs a good run outside for like two miles yeah I'll go do that but if not like I'm going to chill. <laughs> I'm going to let my body rest and recruit and restore. And I am doing that on the Grace of Life Challenge. Um, you don't have to do intense. Like if you wanted to do yoga two times a day or stretching two times a day for the entire Grace of Life Challenge, like that 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 works. Like it's just based on what your f- personal fitness goals and the, and the fitness goals that you feel like the Lord has placed on your heart and your body and your mind to complete and fulfill. Um, but... Anywho, that has been somewhat difficult. There's been times where I'm like, man, I really don't want to work out today. And I'm typically not like that. So you know if I'm like that, it's like I am tired. And um, <laughs> I need rest. And I'm just in a funk. Like, I've been in a lot of funks this challenge. I'm not going to lie. I've been in a lot of, like, emotional and mental funks because there's just a lot going on. We've got a lot going on in our life. Just like everyone else, we've all got stuff going on. So I've had a lot of moments where I'm like, Lord, like, you need to provide the strength. And that's another reason why the Grace of Life Challenge is so awesome is because you realize, like, I can't do this in my own flesh. Like, I can't do this in my own human capabilities. And what was last week's episode? Something about, um, or two weeks ago. It was something about um, how comforting would it be or how re- how much of a relief would it be to rely on a God who has, you know, no um, limitations instead of relying on just our human flesh that has all these limitations and, and less capabilities than our Lord or something like that. Exa- not the exact wording, but you know what I'm saying. Listen to number 67, I think, is what the episode number was. It's just one episode ago. Um but so, so good. And that's, that's kind of what the Grace at Life Challenge helps us do is, is remembering like we have that extra external, that, 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 that power in the Holy Spirit, that strength, that motivation, that discipline within the Holy Spirit. If we would just utilize it more often, if we would just call out to him, if we would ask for his help, if we would ask for him to fulfill us with the strength and the ability. And again, there's a difference between my body really, really needing rest. If my body really, really needs rest, I'll just do an active recovery workout. But if I'm just not motivated and I'm just not wanting to do it, it's like, Lord, give me the motivation to, to pump through this to get. And once I get going, it's normally I'm fine, but it's just that initial, like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do this today, Lord. I don't have the strength. I don't have the energy. I just don't know. I just don't, <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm just, I'm just done. Um, but normally it's super, super good for my soul. The other thing is water. Um, like today it's already 930 and I have only gotten probably 12 to 14 ounces of water in and I've got a whole 228 to drink. So I struggle. There's sometimes at night, like at 930 at night, I'm chugging like half, half of, so a quarter of a gallon, um, of water so I can get my water intake in for the day. Um, and progress pictures are not really that difficult for me. The hardest thing about that is, um, it's just remembering to do them. <laughs> I literally almost have had to start over on the Grace at Life Challenge multiple times because I just forget to do them. Like I like 10 o'clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to do my progress photos. So, so I'll get up out of bed and I'll go take my progress photo. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's obsessive. That's ridiculous. If you know what the progress photo is for, you will understand more. Like again, go listen to episode 32. But the whole premise behind these small little habits 
and doing them every day is growing that discipline muscle. Like that's the main thing, growing the discipline muscle. And when I say that, I just mean that discipline is not something like some of us don't have discipline naturally. Like I do have some underlying like natural discipline in, in, my, in my personality, but some of us really struggle with that. It's not something that you that you have to throw your hands up in the air and be like, oh, I don't have discipline, so I guess I just suck at life and I can't do this. No, no, no. It can be grown just like a muscle. That's why I call it the discipline muscle. So every day that we do these small daily tasks and we we keep those promises to ourselves and to the Lord and to whoever else that we're doing this challenge alongside, every day that we do that, it creates a confidence. And not just a confidence in ourselves, but a confidence in the Lord because we know that he's sustaining us through this because we're constantly relying on him through this, the 60 days because we can't possibly always be on point all the time with all these things. Like it's not humanly possible. We cannot do it without him. I've learned that in the Grace of Life Challenge. Like I cannot do it without praying to him. I cannot do it for without asking for help. I cannot do it with just relying on my own strength and my own motivation, my own discipline and my own energy. I just can't. I've got to pray to him. I've got to ask for help. And I've had to do that multiple times in the journey. And I think I'm going to be finishing up right before Christmas, which I am kind of relieved by. Like I almost wanted to do it through Christmas so that I could not, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not to boast or brag, you know, I did the 60 day challenge through Christmas, but leading up to Christmas, I think it will be nice because I'll be able to like, just kind of breathe a little bit. Like once Christmas comes, like I won't have to worry about, I mean, I will still, a lot of these things I do daily, but it's just like, I don't get a, a, a gallon of water in every single day. Like I've already kind of instilled a lot of these habits in my life and made it a lifestyle. Um, this is not just like a temporary fix the grace of life challenge is not a temporary fix. It's supposed to help you build that discipline muscle so that you're able to have the confidence in knowing that you can complete these things through Christ and that he can sustain you through these things. And you can make this a lifestyle and helping you develop habits. Because once we do things for a certain amount of time, your life almost feels off if you don't do those things. Like I feel off if I do not get my Bible every morning. I just feel off. Like my day does not go the same. It's stressed it's chaotic. I mean, it's stressed and chaotic anyways, but it's even more stressed and chaotic. Let's be real. My putting God in my life in the first thing in the morning for me personally, like that just helps me stay more grounded. It helps my mindset. It helps my heart set. It helps me not fly off the handle so easily at my kids. It helps me be more relaxed and at peace through other things in my life. And again, life is still chaotic. Life is stressful. I'm not saying all things, all those stresses go away because I get in the word each day first thing, but it helps, it helps you keep your mind focused on the, on the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. The main thing is the Lord. The main thing is God. If we keep God at the center of everything that we do, it helps us throughout the rest of our day. It helps us do our daily tasks. It helps us through our life. It just helps. You have a really hard time sinning and praying at the same time. We have a really hard time being in a really crappy, just destructive, negative mood while also asking the Lord to help us and to just sustain us at the same time. It's just really hard to do both those things at the same time. So if we just keep him the main thing and he's the first thing that I gravitate towards in the morning, it's going to help me throughout the rest of my day. So your day will just feel off eventually if you don't move throughout the week, if you don't move in the day, if you don't do that workout, if you don't get that good nutrition in, if your gut will start to feel weird, your energy will start to feel low, you start to feel sluggish. Like I want you to start being able to realize when you're off because you're not doing these things, right? (coughs) Excuse me. I am still getting over a sickness as well and, and cough as you can tell. Um, 
but that's kind of like where I've been at. Like leading up to Christmas, it'll be difficult because the sugar is the main thing. Like that's really difficult. And then more parties and more family gatherings and like trying to make sure you're getting together with friends and stuff like for the holidays or when we were doing Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving, I allowed myself all the food. I just made sure my main courses were veggies and and, uh, meat. Like, I just made sure, like, that was the biggest portions on my plate. Like, those are some simple little things. So, through the holidays, it's actually, it, it's definitely been more difficult doing the Grace at Life Challenge, but I think it's going to also help me be stronger for the new year. That's the other thing. Like, I can't stand, if you're one of these people, like, give me some grace here, but I cannot stand when we wait until the freaking new year to start working on ourselves. Like, why do we do that? Why? Work on yourself now, sis. Like, there's no reason to waste this whole month of December. Like, why can't we start now? Why can't we start now so we can be ahead of the game for January? Why can't we start now so the Lord can start building us and just strengthening us and giving us what we need now for the new year of 2024? Why do we wait for every new year? If we fall off, you know, like October because the holidays are coming and we're like, oh, we'll get back on the wagon in January. Why do we do that? That seems like such a waste of time, of precious time. We could be strengthening and building and growing in Christ and growing in our in our faith and in our faith walk and in our journey and our fitness journey and growing in so many new habits and things that we could be working on towards the new year, like being prepared for the new year ahead of time. Like why? I just don't get it. I don't get it. And that's just my mind. But I get it. It's a fresh start. It's January. But I want to be like, fresh fresh like I'm already working on being fresh now in December and come January it's gonna be like fresh fresh this is like fresh to go ready to go let's do this thing so um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say doing the grace of life challenge for the first time was like easier but it definitely didn't have as many avenues and difficulties because the first time I did the grace of life challenge I don't know if I was doing I don't know if I was back to nursing part-time yet I think I may have still been PRN. I don't remember. But um, working like official part-time nights when I'm not a night person has definitely thrown a curveball. And then the holidays have thrown a curveball. But again, it's just made me realize how much I need to rely on the Lord in times that I'm not feeling motivated, in times that I'm tired, in times that I'm weary. Um, there's, there, I don't, I wish I had the scripture on the top of my head right now. I know it's in Matthew, um, but it's about, you know, when we're feeling weary and tiresome, like coming to the Lord and he fulfills us and he sustains us. Um, and that's one, that's a scripture that I absolutely love so, so much. I've done a couple of reels and like videos on it as well. I am my, my, like when I recorded today, I, I didn't have anything prepared and my weakness is I can't rattle off script. Like I, I really struggle. I, that's not been one of my gifts that he's given me is to be able to recite scripture super easily. I know some really super intelligent and knowledgeable women and just other mentors and guy, uh, that I've had in my life that have been able to recite and do really, really well with scripture and breaking it all down. And they are able to do it without even looking it up. And I, I'm not one that can do that. I normally have to write it down and have it prepared for you. So I apologize that I'm not, I'm not that person, but that's kind of how my journey has went so far. Um, there has actually, I'm not going to lie. There have been a couple of times where I've really just been like, screw it. I'm just going to start over. Um, when it comes to my nutrition plan, there's been a couple of times, like, um, I've wanted to binge really bad and I've literally, literally had to rely on the Lord and prayer for those times. Cause I'm like, nope, if I binge, like I'm going to have to start over at day one. And I know that there's grace in that, but I want to be able to show people what is possible doing it one round, just getting it done. Uh, um, 
<coughs> and again, there's no guilt. There's no shame in starting back at day one. I'm not saying that because the whole premise of it is knowing that we have a new day in Jesus and we can always start again on our journey. And really this journey, even though it's a 60 day challenge, like, like I said, a lot of these habits you're going to be able to instill and have for a lifelong, long-term journey. Cause that's my goal for you. I don't, I don't want you to just be on quick fixes. The grace of life challenge is supposed to help you develop more discipline and supposed to help you grow your discipline muscle. And it's really supposed to be like a big confidence boost, not just in you, but in the Lord, because you know that he's able to sustain you and help you through those moments and those struggles where you don't feel like doing the things that you know you should. Because a lot of us know the things we know. We, we know what we should be doing. We're just not doing them. Or we, we've known we should be doing them for years and we just choose not to. There's a, there's, there's a difference in, in that and just struggling through the discipline and like being able to rely on him through prayer and petition and just um, keeping those promises to ourselves and to him and to our friends and family and those who we've decided to do the Grace of Life Challenge with. So that's kind of my testimony through um, the holiday season grace of the life challenge um again if you are not in a relationship with the grace community and you would really like to get connected because you need some more accountability in your life you need to figure out and realize how to like you're like i really want to make god the center of my journey but i don't know how like how do we do this first of all just keep listening to the podcast i have lots of lots of episodes um on the podcast about this subject and about how to navigate all of that um because it is kind of like a like off the wall like a lot of people don't talk about this like we keep as christians we keep our fitness separate from our faith and i'm not saying everyone does but a lot of people do like it was never really a thing that i had thought about for years like that was not really a thing that i thought was a thing but the lord obviously wanted to make sure that i (laughs) he was able to use my mouth and my heart and my passions as a messenger for you to help us like make him main thing and even our in our fitness and I think a lot of times, too, there's a lot of negativity from other believers thinking that fitness is just all about vanity and all about, you know, what you look like and and that we're not supposed to worry about those things. We're not supposed to care about those things when in reality, actually, there's so many things in, that are parallel with faith and fitness and they don't realize like how it helps you spiritually, how it helps you mentally, how it helps you physically in your daily activities and how we're caring for our temple and honoring the Lord because we're honoring our body. Like there's such a negative thought process. I feel like with some Christians, like I've heard it personally from family members, like they're like, you don't need to be doing that. Or you don't need to be worrying about what you eat or you don't need to be exercising. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you worrying about what you look like? And it's like, it's not about that for me anymore. Like it's not, it's literally not about that. I am my best self and I'm able to be utilized by Christ in my best capacity when I am caring and nourishing my temple well. That's what it's about. It's about honoring him by honoring my body. So with all that being said, that was a big old mouthful. If you have any more questions for me about my journey, though, definitely hit me up in um, my inboxes on I typically don't get back to people on TikTok. Like, if you ever message me on there, I probably don't even know. Um, so message me on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram, I'm very, very much so active in my inbox. Um, so definitely can hit me up there. Or if we're already in my Lace with Grace community, you can always ask questions in there. But I was, like I was saying, if you need more help in your journey and figuring all that out and knowing how to be more disciplined in your journey and knowing how to make Christ the center of all of it, definitely make sure you look at the show notes because I'm linking the um, free registration link everything I do in Lace with Grace is completely free the only thing you'd ever have to buy is um, the Grace of Life planner if you wanted it or any of our apparel or if we're doing a devotional together you'd have to you know buy buy one of those um but 
that's not, it's not always something you have to, it's not something, sorry, let me rephrase that. It's not something you have to do. It's something that you get to do if you want to. But if you don't want to do the devotional with us and do your own thing, that's totally fine. And we don't always do a devotional all in one. A lot of times um, I'll say, you know, you need to do this month what the Lord has asked you to do. Like, what is he asking of you? How is he wanting you to grow? Like pick a devotional that is, or a study that is based on where you're at in your journey. Cause we're all on different parts and phases of our journey. Some of us have never read our Bible in our life. And some of us have been reading our Bible for years and years and years. And we're pretty uh, mature in that area. So it's just, it's for everyone. I think, I think God will have something for you there no matter what. And I would love to have you in there. So, um, check out the show notes, register there for free and I will chat at you later, girlfriend. Let's get it. Let's go. 